Hey, this is Ryan. And Kyle. And this is Stackin' the Chase. We're going to be talking about everything Force of Will. We're going from sideboards to spoilers to decklists and tournament results. Everything Force of Will will be talked about. Alright guys, we're going to start start off with some spoilers today. Uh, one of my personal favorites from the, what's been spoiled so far, Susanoho, the Ten-Fist Sword. He's got Swiftness, Pierce, only costs three colorless if your opponent has a Dragon Unplay. When he enters, he gets put his own addition from your hand onto the card, and when he enters, he deals damage equal to his attack to target Resonator, your opponent controls. And he's a 12-12 uncommon. This guy's insane. Absolutely love this card. Uh, four in every deck. Just just play four. I'm personally a uh, huge fan of the six sages that are coming out in this set. Um, a lot of them feel kind of weak, but Mojdart is definitely the standout. Uh, being a 7-9 body allows it to dodge the, a lot of the big removals, such as Flame. And Crime. And Crime. Um, she draws cards in multiples. She goes, she goes crazy. And then just resting Resonators and just being allowed to get aggressive with your 7-9 is super super strong absolutely love it uh another card i love ghost flame 300 damage target player resonator it is only at sorcery speed or spell chance speed rather which is a little upsetting but you can pay two fire and a colorless to put this from your graveyard to your hand you can do that at any time so i think that's a pretty good that party become Probably a staple in a lot of red decks. Just being able recursion, just doing it again. The spell might be a, a spell chant, but the ability being at any time is huge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the next one I'm going to highlight is Elmeris. Uh, she's the Megas of Light. Um, being a 5-5 is kind of her downfall, with Thunder being so huge. But she is a removal spell that puts knowledge counters on everything and can just take stuff out of the game. You can't get aggressive against her if she's on the battlefield. Because something will attack, and you will main pri maintain priority before Thunder can even do anything. So at worst, she's a four-mana removal spell, which can be very nice. Yeah. And if you're playing other Sages, you can just throw more counters onto her, and she becomes more removal. I do agree, though, that a 5-5 five, five for four is not very strong. But she, she can just remove something when she comes in. So yeah. for four in white, white not being the best removal of creatures is huge. Yeah, that's fair. Like I see, it's like a two of. Mm -hmm. Even if you're playing sages. Yep. Uh, next card I want to highlight is actually another sage. Mylest, the Invisible Ghostly Flame. Is a 6-3 for two fire. Comes into play, put a knowledge counter on him, of course. Uh, but you can remove a knowledge counter from this card to deal 300 damage to target player or resonator. So you get... Knowledge Crown on it, that's a free Ghost Flame on a 6-3 body. That's pretty beefy. That card's going to be dealing some damage. Yeah, especially on 2, just huge in these aggressive decks. You can start attacking through your when your opponent plays things like uh, uh, the Werewolf, the 5-3, and their 3-3 three, three, yep. uh, Swiftness creatures. You can just play it, kill it, pass. If they remove it, at worst, you kill their creature for 2. Yeah, that's very strong. And Red doesn't really have a lot of good 2-drops. Mm-hmm. Zero being a, a little bit weaker um, as a three-mana 5-7, especially comparative to her friend Feetsing as a 5-7. Um, not quite as strong, but preventing damage can be huge. It allows you to trade up with her really well. Uh, she can block f anything with nine power or less easily. 
um, which allows her to be super strong. Next card I want to cover, uh, more Dargons. Love dragons in this game. You get a 10-10 for 5, 3 blue and 2. He's got flying, and he cannot be targeted by spells or abilities. Same way that Cheshire Cat cannot be targeted by spells or abilities. So slight downside, you can't target him at all. But uh, you can always cheat additions onto him thanks to Kaguya 2.0. So that's always an option. Just cheating stuff in. I love cheating. I will cheat every game I can, so don't ever play against me. Honest cheating, though. But Yeah, no. No, fake cheating. The next one we're going to be talking about goes alongside with the Six Sages, though she's not one quite herself, uh, Kaguya. Uh, you can put knowledge counters on all of your Six Sages, which is really nice. Uh, the whole flash in something, even though some of these like to die or to removal, in maintaining priority allows you to just make some bigger plays. But removing three knowledge counters just to get rid of something on the field, uh, Resonator, sorry, is huge. She's a one-mana 3-3, like, you can kill her early, it's fine. She actually blocks pretty well against a lot of the Grim decks, which is really nice. Trades with uh, Hunter and uh, Marsh Hare, which is huge. Yeah, um, couples uh, trades with Apostle Kane and Wolf Hunted. Mm-hmm. Haunted, I think. It's Wolf Haunted. Is it? Yeah, it's really weird. Oh, that makes it's one sense. one of those English things. Mm-hmm. So I really like her. Yeah. Uh, and where she blocks. Right. I think the fact that she doesn't... It's one and tap her to put a knowledge counter on target six stage, but you don't have to tap her to remove them. So, that's so you just do it, and something's gone. It's rewarded for playing good creatures. But yeah. Uh, next card is absolutely insane. Nyarlathotep the Usurper. My She's favorite Cthulhu. art. Yeah, easily one of my favorite arts in the oh, whole set coming up. No. Yeah. Alright, so next card we want to talk about Nyarlathotep, the Usurper Two black, two colorless She's an 8-8 body with, uh, If you want, you can incarnate her Banishing a dark or a dark fire uh, When she comes into play She does something crazy strong Something that's not a lot of Cards do in this game She's actually hand disrupt Well, the spiral We'll let you actually see their hand and take something that's Spiral true. does discard too um, And with Pandora, you can just yeah. It has to be random, but this is the only one that you look at their hand, find the problem card, and get rid of it. Yeah. You just get to rip apart their hand. And honestly, if you really want to mess them up pretty bad, uh, turn one, you drop a blackout. Turn two, you drop, I don't know, the Dracula. Anything, vampire. anything on two. Yeah. Sack them, take some of their hand. 8-8 eight, eight. Eight, eight on two. Yep. Love it. And what's what's really cool about her is in these the lore decks that play Carmilla, you just get rewarded for playing Laura's. Yeah. So you draw Laura and her. You're like, okay, this hand's pretty good. You play Laura, search Laura. That's fine. Turn three. You play Laura, search Carmilla. They untap, they play their creature. You're like, sack Laura's, take something out of your hand, play Carmilla, kill your creature. You have two 8-8s, and then you just go, all right, what do you have? And that's just huge. Game. All right, I think uh, we got one last card. Little Red. One of my favorite cards, personally. Um... She's a one mana two two, that allows you to interact a lot better with the apple cards that only Bloody Snow White was able to really do anything with. She's an aggressive creature because on two you can go get your granny with the uh, one red and one awakening cost for red, which is huge. But she also allows you to discard anything with the name Apple. Doesn't have to be poison apple, just anything with apple, and it does a thousand damage to target resonator. That kills anything that isn't 
Mephistopheles and Blazer? Yeah. Oh, Gillies, I guess. But, like, anything early that you're looking at, you're just like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, like, target removal for just about anything. I mean, if you can't hit it with flames, just hit it with Little Red. Mm-hmm. Uh, there probably is going to be another granny card spoil, because I think the only granny card kind of has to do with werewolves. Well, yeah, but she's, not that she's fine with it. Well, it's a yeah. 112 for two with getting this body. Yeah, that's fair. And then you just get rewarded for going stone, play Bloody Moon, 12U, whatever. She can work... All, what's really cool about her is if you play her with the, the red ruler that flips with the moon, you can play the Campanella package, or you can play the werewolf package. And she allows you to do some cool interactions. Oh, yeah. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. But so far, these sets are really, really nice, and I'm looking forward to the rest of spoilers and when they release. Yeah. Up next, we're going to be talking about the Vine Golf. All right. So the Vine Golf set, Engage Knights. Kind of a neat concept. I like it. The alternate arts are really cool. It's a really easy thing to learn all the mechanics and what cards do, and it uh, allows it to be a more basic of a game to help learn. So I like that. Yeah. It's really good for new players. It's nice. There are some really strong cards in these sets, though. And there's some really weak cards. Yeah. Kind of goes both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, one of the cards I really like, Tutankhamen. Uh, for a light and two colorless, you get a 5-7 body. When it dies, you draw a card. It's a 5-7 that you get rewarded for playing. Yep. I like it. 5-7. That blocks everything in aggressive decks. Like, it is so strong. It even trades with, like, like obviously if they uh, zero, you're not going to get through it. But it trades with zeros. It does does a lot of things. 5-7 bodies are really good in this game. It's a Hansel. Kinda. It's, a, it's, a, it's like discount Hansel. It's not as good as Hansel. It's not as good as Hansel. Hansel's the best card in the game. Best card, hands down. <laughs> Personally, I think so far of what we've seen from Vine Golf, Alexander is my favorite card. Easily. So the you mean, ruler. You mean what Kane does, but you don't have to flip her? Right. Him? Sorry. Her. You Alexander. Don't to, you don't have to flip Kane. Yes. Is what I was saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can J activate for a fire and two colorless. Or you can just pay two colorless. Deal 200 damage target resonator. Just kill stuff. Yeah, just whatever. Oh, uh, make a stone, 200 damage. Make a stone, 200 damage. Make a stone, 200. Kill whatever you want. Just the whole un where you draw, do 200 damage, untap. Like that that playline with Alexander is just huge. And then she flips. Like she still does shit. Yeah, she's Love a 10 it. 7 on the other side. She gets swiftness. When into battlefield, you get to do 800 damage to up to one resonator. So it's not like you get screwed if you only have one Resonator out and it's on your side or something. And then whenever this card attacks, target Fire Resonator you control gains First Strike and Swiftness in a turn. It's a lot better than I thought it was. Right? This card's real good. You just like, oh, I'm gonna... This is like magical Christmas land. But, uh... Oh, no. Never mind. I said Gia's Uray would be a sweet card to team up with her. Oh, you mean the thing that already has... The thing that already has haste. Well, you can just do it with stuff like Beowulf. You, you want some yeah. cheaper creatures, so like... You flipper, like let's say you did it on five. You're like Beowulf flipper, kill your thing, attack, give this first strike and swiftness. Not a lot of things can just block Beowulf doing double damage. That's it's, fair. It's it's pretty good. I actually really like the one mana uh, four two as well. Yeah, just dies to everything, which is kind of sad. Everything, everything kills it. A little depressing. Blue, uh, you you guys will learn very quick that I am a huge fan of the color blue. Flying uh, being almost strictly to that color, besides some small cases, yeah. such as the dragons or meth, but flying. It's it's very, very strong. So we have Hanzo, the two-mana 3-3 three, three flyer, uh, which is huge. 
Um, when she enters, you draw a card. You're just getting rewarded for playing strong creatures. But my personal favorite is Soji. She is a two mana, zero, zero. That gets plus 100, plus 100 for each card in your hand. And you can pay a blue to give her flying. Well, there are a lot of cards that work well with that card, such as Crimson Girl. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, you flip her, and oh, she was she was a 4-4 four, four for two. That's pretty strong. I played Reefarth and flipped my Crimson Girl, and now she's a 10-10. That flies. I hadn't thought about that. For two. That's fantastic. She's just, she's she's my personal favorite, and I will probably be playing Crimson Girl just because of her. Yeah. You want to talk Julius Caesar? Because uh, I love me some Julius Caesar. I love Julius Caesar, but I, I don't at the same time. Um, on the front side, she's not as strong as most of the other rulers in this in this block, or this set. Um, just giving something flying isn't that good, because a lot of the blue creatures will have it anyway. Or the creatures that you're playing alongside of it, you won't really be able to aggressively give flying. That's fair. Um, but her backside flipping to draw two cards and then just having to discard a card because you, you draw two, you don't mind pitching some cards to give some stuff flying. But in the same sense, like, she's not that great as a flyer. But her being an 8-10 flyer herself is huge. Yeah. Because she's, I mean, an 8-10, she still gets around flames. Yeah. That's that's the big test. Does it die to flame? And does not die to crime does not die to crime yeah dodging those two cards like being those offset numbers is very good for you yeah just having to someone having to burn two removal spells is is pretty nice um i'm a big fan of dart again just first strike though only attacking is still very good you can just aggressively trade her into anything and in some of the green decks where you can just play like evolution limits or things like that like putting stuff on her is very very good you get rewarded for that yes because she will trade up into anything, being first strike. You can just be like, play her on two, and until probably turn four, nothing can block her. Yeah. Nothing can block her well. Still leaves a little weird, though, that, uh, that's Puss in Boots. Yeah. Um, I, I get I get that they like to, to do that, but, like, I don't mind the gender change, um, but being a card that we've already seen as a, as a male and then made into a female is a little different, but it's fine. I just think it's weird that, like... He goes from a cat to a man to a woman. No, that actually makes sense now. It just completes the cycle. Yeah, yeah. back to a cat. Yeah, she turns into a cat. Yeah, this makes, one does. That makes sense. And I think the last guy we're going to talk about from what's been spoiled already is Vlad, the ruler. Oh my goodness. 200 damage to target opponent, you gain 200 life for two. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't cast anything this turn. Yeah. So end of your turn. Uh, we'll drain you. Two. Yeah. Yeah, and, that seems okay. And, like, the fact that... Like, when I first read her, I was like, oh, you can't, like, aggressively flip her because if she dies, you don't get to, like, keep that game control with the drain. Right. But, oh, on the back, they're like, oh, it's okay. We'll give her Imperishable. So, like, if you have to flip her to maybe block or trade something, and then you're like, oh, I can just go back to this game that I was playing, that if your opponent doesn't play anything, you can just start winning the game. Yeah. Well, she does other... Like, when you flip her... Destroy target resonator with total cost of three or less, and then you gain life equal to its defense. Cool. So I'm still if I can't activate her uh, ruler side, that's fine. I'll flip her and gain some life still. Yep. She just does everything you want. And it's just a darkness resonator that you have to banish to give her imperishable. Yeah. Which is huge. A lot of the Vine Golf cards seem to push in like single color decks. Well yeah, they're they're things to easy to learn on. Once you add more yeah. colors, it adds a little more well actually a lot of more variance. Um but she's she's just I still can't get over how good she is. Yeah. Like they tried to keep these super basic and not make them super strong. But, but her ability set is just 
it's just nuts. Like, I like Alexander more, but she is objectively more powerful. Oh, very much. Absolutely insane. Yeah, she's, she's very, very strong. All right, guys, next portion of the podcast, we'll be talking about two decks. They're kind of similar in that they run 12 counters, but they're very different otherwise. First one, we're going to start with Alice. Uh, running a full grip of counters, three blazers, some thunders, an Oz, a cat, and a mermaid. This is just value creatures left and right. Pretty much the best colors in the combination of red, green, and blue. Yeah. Alice being your J-Ruler, you get a lot of versatility in there. You get a draw card. You get a nuke something for a thousand damage. And what's her green? Destroys an addition. So like addition. In main decks, a lot of decks don't just have addition removal. You're not just like looking at that. And a lot of the times when uh, I've played this deck uh, with some testing, a lot of the times I just flip her for a red and a blue to draw a card and kill something. It's a good tempo play for two, but it, you have that ability to just get rid of a Necro, to get rid of a Crucifix on an Athos. In those awkward matchups where you weren't main board prepared for, let's say they go Elvish Priest, next turn Athos, you're like, that's an 8-8 that I can't do anything to. Yeah, that makes so, sense. And Alice Flip, you can't counter, you can't stop. And obviously, Prophet being the exception, but... Is Alice an enter effect? Yes. Ooh, yeah. so Duel still shuts her down. Yeah, Duel's just stupid. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, all right. That's uh, fair. Yep, playing Gretel, uh, you play the green base stones, uh, four Blasting Waves, four Deepwood, one just basic wind, and one Hearts Core. Because you play Blazer, you want to be able to have five sources. Um, I think in the next build of this, I will go to 11 stones and have six uh, red sources. So if the game goes long... I can cast two blazers in a turn yeah. with all of the red. So that was something that I learned through a long game that I can and might have to cast double blazer in a turn. So that's, that's the fair. one change that I would make to this current build, but um, it's a lot of fun. It plays some of the most fun creatures in the game. Uh, Mermaid is a 5-3 that has to be blocked when dice draws a card. Oh, love Mermaid. Just value. Um, it plays like almost all value creatures with top-end blazer and a counter package, which is, it's if you like that play style and like playing some tempo and and controlling the game a little bit while playing these really fun strong creatures is really really nice yeah and we'll post a full list of both the decks uh in the notes below so feel free to check it out and if you like it play it in your next uh next forcible tournament big or small it doesn't matter this good for locals great. fun for anything i've i've ran into some interesting matchups but it's very strong against a lot of things yeah and the next deck looks like a kaguya deck kaguya 1.0 uh, weirdly enough. Um, a lot of people like the 2.0, but just... Oh, love 2.0. With the new change in standby rules, this deck gets so much better. Sign of the Future is just a crazy strong card. And for those who don't know the new standby rule, they changed the way the standby zone works and what you can do to cast them. Normally, you had to pay two will of any color and put it face down, and you couldn't flip the standby card unless you had the mana cost but you don't have to pay it you said they had those colors and then once the trigger is met but now you can just cast it from your hand for the casting cost and when the trigger is met at instant speed and just like the the it doesn't you don't have to have all of the mana so yeah. like sometimes you get that awkward mana and you're like well this is my white face down but i can't use it yet so that change is just huge yeah you don't have to have the casting you don't mm. have to meet the casting cost conditions to turn it face up when you cast it from the standby zone they also made it so you can put other things in the standby zone yes yeah, for the mind games you can just mess with people you're yeah. like what is that face what 
what does that stand by? Like, what am I playing around? Like, right. Like, I've this had people. The fire rat doesn't do anything against this mono green deck. Let's put that face down. Yep. You just you can play mind games because sign uh, death sentence from the queen and cane complex. All if your opponents commit to the board can just be huge plays. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to the deck list. Four sign. Uh, it's probably your best removal, and the deck is only playing seven resonators, so you are almost always allowed to just exile two creatures. Uh, four or five challenges because it's. It's a good cycle card that uh, has recursion and coming back. And when you get to five, if you do a five challenges, we call it the loop, you can't lose. Um, yeah. The, the hardest creatures to, or the hardest things to deal with in this deck are rulers. Um, so there's three crime and punishment, and the other one is in the sideboard because you're allowed to just tap all their creatures, make them not do damage, force them to commit to the board and to sign, and you can get away with that. Um, you will notice a lot of decks, if I have in partaking in them. We'll play all twelve counter spells and four feet sing because they're just too good. Exceed is too good. Cake zone is too good. Zeke's is just really really strong. Yeah, you just counter everything. Mm -hmm. Blazer, the Blazer's the finisher as a three of um, four branch and robe just to force your opponents to commit to the board. Um, playing one bull, uh, it's if you have to get to your fifth one and can't really pay a lot of will that turn. It's just one. It allows you to flip Kaguya and hold up Will in your stones. Um, and then one Longius, because if your opponent taps all their Will out, and you can play a Feasting or a Blazer with a Longius on it, they can't get rid of it. It's huge. Now, the way Kaguya works, you can change the attribute, the Will attribute, on a uh, addition, right? Treasury. Treasury item. Yes. So you just change all the colors. You play Robe of Fire Rat, and then if they're playing a bunch of blue dudes, you just shut off their rare rabbits. Mm -hmm. Love your, it. Your blue creatures don't do damage. I tap your green and blue creatures. Red creatures can't block for bull. And Longius, when you do it, they can't get through that because Kaguya doesn't have an account on how many times that you can do something in a turn. Yeah, she's not like Abdul. You can yep. just keep changing colors left and right. Yeah, if they try and attack it with four different colored creatures and a thunder and a flame or something. Well, thunder and flame are both red, but still. You can just keep changing the colors. And yeah. it's and it's very, very strong. Love it to death. Thanks for tuning in to us. This was Ryan again. And this is Kyle. And uh, tune in next week. Hopefully we'll have another podcast up talking about new forcible uh, news, advice, deck techs, prepping for regionals. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be going to regionals soon. That's super exciting. Right. I'm not going. But this kid is. I, I am definitely going. I wish I was going. I don't need money. You guys want to give me money? Anyways. Uh, maybe next time we'll even have a guest. You never know. Got a lot of guest stars coming on. Yeah. Some uh, slightly famous people. Moderately famous. Alright, we have George Clooney. You weren't supposed to tell him yet. I know, but I just... I, I couldn't. I couldn't not tell him. Okay. It's not actually George Clooney. Shh. Totally George Clooney. All right, everyone. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.